I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm just sad. Really Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Bling, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. I, uh, I sound the words out. Takes me a while. I feel like that's what that's really what lawyers specialize in is reading, isn't it? Isn't that oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, or I hire someone like Notos to read for me and tell me what it says. Uh, <laughs> can you read this out loud to me? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Bloodshot, yeah. how are you? I'm great. I'm I'm good. It's a it's a beautiful outside. It's a Wednesday. I've got the afternoon off. Get some other stuff done too. So. Nice. He was telling he was telling me about IPC and sounded pretty uh, pretty daunting. Yeah, I did a, I did one this morning. Yeah. Where'd you do it at this? Were you the, at uh, you weren't at Combine, were you? No, I, I did it next to my house, just over at the middle school with uh, about five other guys. So, but I, I was telling uh, Pony that I had to start it. I'm always worried that I won't have enough time. So I've started maybe 10 minutes sooner and it took me about 40, it took me about 48, 48, 43 was my time. I probably nice. could have gone faster if I had someone pushing me, but like for the whole first round, I had no one with me. So yeah. Yeah. have you done it yet, Clay? Yes, sir. I did this morning on a combine and uh, magic, magic is my, is my uh, pusher. He, he like, that, yeah, that dude, dude can run. He's fit, man. He's uh, last so last week I did week zero and he got twenty eight or twenty nine sixteen and I I got twenty nine eighteen. Oh let, man! I, I let him pull ahead of me, you know, the last few seconds. But um, and then this week I got twenty eight sixteen was my time. Wow! And he was at twenty eight oh eight. So wow! So he's uh, sufficiently. I mean, he's he's much better than you. <laughs> Uh, he's, 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 he's definitely a, a few seconds better than me on everything, which is okay. You know, that's a, but like, I guess Smash Mouth I heard was like in the 26 minute range. Um, wow. It's a freak too. Yeah. Which is crazy. So I, you know, I'm getting old. I don't need to be the most fit as long as I'm still the best looking. I don't, I don't really. <laughs> well, you haven't been the best looking since I joined. So what are you going to hold your hat on now? Uh, <laughs> I love it. Hey, um, I want to respect your time, and Bloodshot's got the day off, so let's not uh, let's not keep him too long inside here. Um, well, he's still at his office, so I think uh, I think that's not much of an argument. <laughs> it's a quiet, it's a semi quiet place here, so I love it. This week on the Gloom, uh, we've got a man who um, has been in F three for for several years. I think three years. Um, I remember this guy's first day was actually an IPC day uh, back at Cornhusker, I believe. And, and I, I think many of us um, thought we might have lost him. And I'm really glad we didn't because this man has, has continued to lead um, both in um, our workouts, but also he's, he started one of our first non-MRF Monday sites, uh, which have just taken off across the region. I think a lot of guys like those. He's also been uh, super engaged in several different um, book studies, Q-source studies, 
uh, and I've gotten a chance to know him uh, through some some book studies, um, but only when I let him talk. So we might have to ask some pointed questions to our man Bloodshot today. So Bloodshot, super uh, excited to hear um, your thoughts today, and, and I promise I'll try to ask more than I um, talk today. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts on that first workout, and then uh, I think some of us might know, but what's what's the story behind the name Bloodshot? Yeah. So if you don't mind, give us some background there. Yeah, well, yeah, th thanks for having me, you guys. And uh, uh, this is a great, great uh, chance to, to hear the stories of everyone else. So uh, sharing mine, mine was uh, June 4th, 2019 was my first day. It was not an actual Iron Packs day, but it was a day that uh, the plague was queuing at, at Cornhusker. So it may as well have been. Uh, and it, it was just a brutal day. You know, I had not done much exercising before then. And um, uh, the way I got my name, I, I was grasping for air and I was, everyone's asking me the usual, you know, tell us about yourself. And all I could come up with was, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, I've got twins, like everyone else in F3, which wasn't original enough to get a name regarding twins. So um, I mentioned that I, I see patients, I'm an eye doctor, I'm an optometrist. So uh, I guess I must have gone through the circle a few times and, and bloodshot got thrown out and it, and it stuck. So um, I'm happy with the name. It sounds a little more badass than it actually is, but uh, it, now now patients and friends and, and staff, everyone knows me as, as bloodshot. So I think it's kind of, it's a cool how you can kind of own the name now. So it is pretty cool. I know if I ever come visit you, I will refer to you as bloodshot. <laughs> so I will tell your receptionist I'm here to see bloodshot. And she better point me in the right direction. <laughs> well, uh, that's awesome, man. I uh, wanted to ask you that first workout. Who EH you? How'd you get involved? Was it just random, or did someone actually get you in that emotional headlock? Yeah, so it was, it was maybe uh, the weekend before. So it happened on a Tuesday as the first post. So on the Saturday before, I was at a, a mutual friend's birthday party with, with Safride was there, and Tenderfoot was there, and and Saferide knew well enough uh, not to tell me to go on a Monday somewhere. He, he told me, this is what you're going to do. He said these words. He said, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go and, at Stinson Park on Tuesday at 5.30 in the morning. And, and uh, so I, I, I thought about it. I thought, well, yeah, I can, I'll do it once, maybe twice. Uh, but I, I ended up posting. I went, and the first person when I got out was, was Tater Tot. And he was there, and he was very welcoming, you know, big smile. I uh, asked about who, who asked me to come, and I, I think I, I said uh, ride share or, or, or Josh or something like that. And uh, so it confused everybody, just like it, everyone else does. Uh, and, um, and come to find that uh, of our, our kids, our oldest, uh, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six or seven kids in our class that are all have uh, dads that are in F3. So um, that was a, a, a connection that we we shared and, and uh, was it was very uh, forging. That's awesome. That's Do you, uh, so, t so I, and here's what I'm remembering about that first workout. Were we also doing a free to lead or ego is the enemy book study? After, and you stayed for that, right? You, yep. I remember you stayed. Yep, we were doing a free to lead. And that was, um, I just thought that's what we did every day. <laughs> I didn't realize it was something that was uh, kind of a rotating thing. And uh, 
I thought it was great. You know, the vulnerability, the, uh, you know, I, later that week I bought the book and read the book, you know, so it was something that was very engaging and, and, um, a lot of connections of, of my own experience in life I could see through the pages. Well, I want to ask you and just back up just a little bit. What did you think of that, that first workout when you showed up? I mean, some guys have said, Hey, you know, it's kind of corny. The first couple of times you go, um, were you all in day one or how did that go for you? Well, I, you know, I, I'm probably the only person that didn't play division uh, one, two or three sports. You know, I, I, I think I was done in, in high school. So I, but I, I, I'd done other things on my own, but nothing like that. So, um, and I'd always use an excuse that, uh, you know, kids took time. And so I had not done anything remotely close to that. So it is really shocking that I survived it and then kept going. So, but yeah, it really, it really got me. Yeah. Where, where were you at sort of in life before that, that, that you feel like, um, got you prepared or, or willing to even try it or, or a safe ride, just that convincing. It could be that maybe he had an open case against you or something and said, Hey, if you go, I'll let you off. No, I, but where were you at before, um, kind of being open to, to showing up? Well, we, we moved back. We'd lived in over the river in Glenwood. So, you know, we didn't have, we'd left, um, you know, legacy friends. Uh, and then we, we didn't really get the friends that we thought we'd have when we were in Glenwood. So, um, when we moved back, we thought, well, it's a new start and we're going to, you know, we have kids and, you know, the kids, we want to know who their, their parents are. And um, so getting to know them a little bit and say, Friday, probably give you the argument that he can, you know, argue at the Supreme Court so he can also uh, EH uh, extremely well, which he did. But I think the right, because I've tried to EH and it doesn't work as well sometimes. So I think knowing what to say, the right amount to say to the right type of persons, it's hard to do. And it just kind of worked for me. So, yeah, at that point, I was open to it. And, and I probably would not have been open to it maybe a year before when the, you know, the twins were six months old or something like that. It would have been really difficult. So the window was open, the time's right. And, and I just, you know, I, I just answered the, the, the knock on the door. That's awesome. I, I like the simplicity there. Um, and I, and I think we'll, guys will maybe hear that thread. Um, you know, I think you, you're consistent and that's one of my favorite things about you. And I, and I wonder if you would share any of your maybe favorite um, highlight reel moments over the last three years, anything that's <laughs> stuck out to you or, or maybe life-changing things you've participated in? Yeah, well, a couple of them. I mean, because I, I kind of hesitate saying it because both of you were here, but one of them would be, uh, well, you the, the plague when when you opened up the pit, so that was a big deal. Being one of the you know one of the first people that w that posted there, and then that whole summer, um, there, well, the fall when Iron Pack started, um, so that was one of those places we were talking a little earlier that uh, you know like it was it happened on a Saturday. They happened on Saturdays there, and it was like an extra fifteen minutes because if I were to do it during a week, you know, I, I might not I might not feel confident I'd finish in time. So I, I did the iron packs usually on a Saturday and most of you and Jean-Claude have already done it two or three times during the week. So uh, you were, you were you know, just around to help us out and push yourselves. But so it, th those were major moments when, you know, you, to do something kind of on purpose to do something difficult um, together. I thought that was kind of an, uh, a forging thing, a bonding thing. 
and I knew that that I would get probably laughed or someone would come around and I'd still be running I'd stick my arm back and play it run up and tap it and and go on by and it's not always um you know being pulled um sometimes you know even if if you're just sticking your arm out and get your fist bump it's a good it's a good way to push each other so and uh and then the other one with with uh with you pony is that the uh two club when we were doing the two club so um so pony walks in kind of like when larry bird won the three-point championship i think that's where he got it from he walks in and into this foursome with lucky charms and i think squidward or someone was with us and he and he just says i'll probably win this thing <laughs> i care. always carry that confidence throughout my life i'll let you know i did not win that <laughs> tournament but I, you know, I thought it was, and I think I'm going to win this weekend too. So, <laughs> man, that that was one of those second F times. It's just kind of, you know, it, it wasn't in the gloom, but it was a good time to bond. You know, you're talking about second F here, and you had talked about where you were kind of at in your life prior to F3. I guess if would you mind touching on where you you found yourself in the second F and third F component prior to F3, and and what that looks like for you now. Yeah, so uh, a little bit touching on that second F, I was, I was, you know, not in that that place. I, I was kind of thinking, well, I'll hang on to these legacy friends and see them when I see them, and you know, maybe those four times a year will be enough. But I kind of realized that, uh, you know, to be a friend, you kind of have to see each other, um, and you kind of have to see each other quite a bit, almost for a lot of this, uh, you know, every day. And some people I might not have normally been friends with, I've had pretty strong relationships with and uh, that that uh, breaking down that you can be really vulnerable with. So from a second F standpoint, I, I thought I had it, but I, I was probably nowhere near it. And from a third F standpoint, um, that's always ongoing too. I mean, uh, things that I had learned and I thought I was confident with, I've, I've had to kind of break down and, and um, re-examine and as I get older um, you know I, I'm still learning so a lot of the third F things like our um, small group discussions on, on uh, now on Thursday mornings um, it, it's been very helpful for me even though you guys probably think I don't ever talk I'm, I'm always um, self-reflecting and introspective I'm, I'm thinking um, uh, and I it, sometimes it's just kind of peaceful to hear you guys talk I, I will say so a couple things I just wanted to call out. Um, so first of all, this is a really good reminder for, for um, you know, everybody out there that's doing IPC that's so focused on winning and getting the best time, realizing that there are men among us that are, just want to complete the difficult challenge. And they're not, and, and, you know, I think, um, we need to make sure that we're lifting up guys that, that that's their goal and not so focused on how fast is my time going to be? Um, Cause I, I think for a lot of men, just completing the thing is a, is a huge uh, victory. And so just, I, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Cause I definitely can get caught up in how fast is my time going to be um, and totally miss the opportunity to support a guy next to me that, that, um, really just completing the thing is, is a victory. So I appreciate you reminding us of that. And then um, the other thing I will say, and this is also for me, so thanks for letting us interview you so that I can learn and grow. But um, 
you know, there's something in um, just, you know, consistency, steadfastness or silence, whatever you want to call it. But but in a lot of those Bible studies or book studies we've been in, Bloodshot, um, you will speak up when we prompt you. Like when we <laughs> when we say like, Bloodshot, what do you think? Uh, you, you always um, speak up with something that's really insightful that the rest of the group is totally missing or just not seeing and um I'm, I'm so thankful for those moments and so just a reminder to the guys like me that have a hard time being quiet that um some of the the wisest men are the the quiet ones around you so make sure we're tapping in and, and asking those guys what's on their mind because um, we have a lot to learn from guys like you bloodshot yeah and i'll probably talk way more in a in a sit-down setting than i could if i was running so <laughs> that might be the best, the best time to get more than three words out of me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I wonder too, um, so a lot of guys are aware, but, but the Octagon, so that was really our first uh, non-MRF Monday side, and that was kind of this idea, you know, and I remember there being some chatter like, well, who wants to work out Monday and not do the MRF, right? Are there actually people out there like that? Uh, you know, kind of just seemed crazy that you would want to work out Monday and not do the MRF, but um, there was enough interest and you took the lead and, and planted the Octagon. Uh, so I'm curious, what was your experience just leading a new site, launching a new site, and then um, having it be so successful and being able to serve so many guys? What was that like for you? Yeah, it, it, was, it was very, very special. So. Um, just the the thought that you know I I had had my doubts. I thought, well, would anyone want to follow me? I mean, and you know, Tater Totten and, and um, Folsom and, and and you guys would mention that well, it's not always you know the the guy who can do the most Merkins or the fastest run times, but um, maybe part of what you were saying, Plague, about just kind of always being there, so being consistent about it. So. Uh, that that was garnered just enough um, trust and and respect to, to to start it, and then over time I realized that it wasn't as much about the the workout as it was kind of um, fostering leaders and and being there for for people on Monday mornings. What uh, I wonder if you would tell the guys what's behind the the name the Octagon. How did you land on that? So that, that came from, it was almost called uh, Death Valley because, um, well, it, it was really hot and it smelled in the mornings and the interstate was next door and uh, there was a hill, so there was a valley. Um, it was the old Prairie Lane uh, school and, um, it, you know, it, it, it turned out becoming octagon because all the buildings from that school are octagon in, in shape, the elevate sides. So that's how we end up with the octagon as opposed to uh, Death Valley, which, uh, you know, it would have been okay, but I, I don't know. It just, it feels more right being the octagon, so. How, did you notice that on like an aerial photo or how did you notice? I had to do, I did some research. So I, I kind of learned about the, the school and I checked out their old logo and we actually had a, um, a, a new packs that poster that U-Haul brought out. Um, I thought his name should have been OG because he actually went to that school. He went to the, the Prairie Lane and um, I can't remember what their mascot's name was. And I'm, I'm completely blanking on that FNG's name. You all have to fill us in. But um, 
Yeah, it, it uh, that's how I did a little bit of research on the, on the, the history of the, the site. Yeah, was it Valley View Middle School? That's it, yeah, Valley View, Valley View, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like my mother-in-law might have gone there for um, oh, wow. yeah, small world. Um, what, uh, you know, as, as we mentioned and, and Pony kind of um, asked about the, the second and third F, but I want to make sure we pause and what's been your first F journey? Have you done like the Queen Service stuff and, uh, you know, you've obviously done IPC. We've talked about that a couple times, but, but has that been um, part of your journey, the first F? Have you been able to focus on that or what's that been like for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I, like I said, from the start, I thought maybe I'd go one day or two days and I thought three would be respectful. If I just did three, I can kind of walk away and, and maybe they'll forget that I was ever there. Uh, but I, I just kind of, you know, uh, the next week I thought, well, I'll, I'll go another two or three. And then I found a schedule that worked where I could go four. So I, I'd do four days. And then about that time or at some point in time, um, you know, they brought up the, the thought of a Monday. So it became five days a week, which is a, a fair amount. And then I, I looked at my calendar and I, I realized with like the rabbit hole opening, I'd gone like seven days, you know, I didn't miss a day for like two weeks. I thought, this is crazy. Like, I didn't think I would be wanting to, all those times when you say, well, you each people and say, I just don't want to work out that early in the morning or can't get up that early in the morning. Or, but I didn't realize I did it straight for 14 days. Um, and, and I liked it and I don't feel as well as I do when I, when I don't. So sometimes the family just kind of needs, needs, uh, you know, someone for me to be home to cuddle in the early mornings and to get everything moving faster. So um, those days I feel more sore uh, and I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, that, that, and then, um, you know, the winters, the winter was the two winters that we went through. I know one was worse than the other. And the, the year before I was even there was worse than those two. But uh, those are those are times where you think, well, you know, I didn't think I'd be outside exercising through all those. But, you know, so there's been uh, increase in, in frequency and, and doing things like the Clydesdales. So, you know, for a while I was doing that more often. Um, rucking, those things, I was doing those more often. I got to get back into both of those. What um, what would you say has been uh, sort of that thing that, that keeps you coming back? Because um, you, you've obviously continued to participate in some of the different things we've offered and um, continue to be consistent. But um, what's what's been the, the glue for you? Um, coming back is um, fear of missing out. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried I'm going to miss something epic. You know, like some of those memories that you have, you're just thinking, wow, you can't. You can't reproduce them. Um, you can't, they come completely organic. Um, they're just, it's just, I, I'm real worried I'm gonna miss something great. And that's why I wanna go to this two club conundrum because I wanna see Pony Express hit a hole in one, not once, but twice. Yeah, there's a $10,000 prize, right? I heard, or something, right? I heard Mufasa sponsoring a, a hole, the fifth hole. Uh, <laughs> he said this morning, I don't know. Um, I wonder too, you know, the, you've, you've been a very consistent participant in the, the book studies, um, and 
you know, and I don't know um, what the driver motivator is for you there other than, you know, I, I think just a desire to learn and, and grow, but um, what's been your, your experience there? What makes you keep participating in those? Or does that feel almost like a shield lock to you? Uh, both. I, I really, I like the perspectives. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got respect group. We've got the, the mid group. We've got the hate group there. We've got people from different parts of, of the area, different parts of the country. So we have these different perspectives and it's not just one, one religion. It's um, so that it, it's just kind of a nice blend and mix. And I, that's why I like listening. I like hearing, you know, where people, you know, what they come from, where they came from and, and what their thoughts are and how they got there. And, um, and I share mine too. I like to let people know where I'm from too. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting because we meet at the church or we have met a few times at the church right there by Westside. Um, I've often wondered if that deters some guys because they think it's like affiliated with that church or that you've got to believe in that same, you know, um, faith or, or whatever. But um, it, we do have a pretty diverse group. And I think some of the, the book studies that Greek Freak and Samples and other guys have selected have been uh, really cool and just really applicable um, to the things we go through as men, you know, so I, I think just a plug there, if you haven't checked one of those out, or even maybe it's too far away and you want to start one, you know, in your sort of area, um, I would encourage guys to do that too. It's definitely an opportunity. Um, what about like QSource and, uh, you know, you mentioned a couple things in Free to Lead, you know, Concentrica, some of those concepts, you feel like, you know, over time have those become more uh, part of your life or how you're structuring things or um, what's been your kind of way of applying those to the way you live? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I haven't been able to go to a, a, a the full Q source. Um, a lot of those were done at Paradise. So I, the, the running part of it kind of deterred me. And I know the pit's been doing it. So I, I need to circle back around and do to do it there. Um, but as far as kind of um, prioritizing and, and, and um, the concentrica. Yeah, it, it, keeping, keeping focus on, on those things that are important and, and putting my, the M in, right there and the family there. Um, listening to how everyone else talks about it, it's really helped me a lot. Yeah. So even just through sort of osmosis almost or being, being around the guys that, that have participated or are, are uh, talking about those concepts that's been helpful um, yeah because it, it could be that Pony Express has read more of the book than I have at this point oh okay I don't know I would I might put money on that I don't know <laughs> it's not an it's not an audio book yet so I don't know if he's <laughs> okay yeah bloodshot just real quick I guess where would you say you're at in your life now since F3? How has it affected your life? Are you better off? Are you worse off? Any regrets? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I feel uh, on all three apps, way better off. You know, I, I think a while back I, I put in um, on the TAPS channel, I just mentioned something about I had to wear a, a heart monitor and it was fine. Everything was fine. Um, all my tests have been fine. Blood tests are great. So I have a pretty much normal health is from what they said um and i feel like i um can play with my kids with great um <laughs> strength I, you know i can do all those things that camping uh, all that stuff is 
is great. So living my life um, in the fitness part's been great. Um, the second F's been huge because, you know, we have this, like I said, we have a group of, in in one of our kids' class, there's seven, seven dads that are there and three teachers with Smashbouth, uh, Armbar and Othello, and four if you include samples. So kind of that, that, that network, that kind of, that shield lock's been been fantastic. And then like the, the third F it continues to grow. Um, you know, as 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 I grow, as I grow older, I think um my my goal in F3 is I keep going. I, I I'd really like to 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 reach that point where, you know, it's it's bloodshot, 50, respect. You know, I'd I'd really love to get to that point. So I know it's only seven years, but that's it's awesome. a ways away. So, th- so things are, are have been going really, really well. And the the heart monitor deal was that just a routine checkup, or did you have a scare? Yeah. No, just a routine kept checkup. It was just um, uh, my year, my annual, and they thought they heard a pre beat or something. And um, she said the cardiologist didn't know I was there, and he said that uh, sometimes you know athletes have that. And I thought, wow, he called me an athlete. That's just crazy. <laughs> that's really cool I, that's gotta be a good feeling i love that especially because you you started off saying you know you feel like all these f3 guys are are uh we're at least d1 or in pony's case was d3 uh, <laughs> um no that's awesome i uh you know i i am curious because um just your longevity and consistency all of that but but what would you say you know, advice for for a new guy who shows up and maybe the workout is like just brutal, or maybe they're doing a weird book study afterwards, right? I mean, what what should the should the new guy do, or maybe what should the packs do to make sure that that new guy really is is hooked in that first day? Any advice there from you? Well, I I think that that having that shared experience to to struggle together is just so so forging it's so huge so um i'd invite the packs to be like both of you and pick up that six you know you double back and from a sixes standpoint you know i i can speak for myself i it's always a lift you feel like an actual pickup um it makes you stronger and it's something that we that i've always you know i i know that i gotta run a little bit harder because you guys both ran twice as much just to come back and get me. So um, picking up the six is just something that, that F3 is about. And um, I think it's something we got to continue to do. And, and if you are the six, don't, don't worry about being the six. It's okay to be the six. I've, I've been the six for the better part of two and a half years. So it's okay to, to do that. No, I, I love that, that, that shared experience piece, you know, um, you don't, find it very often or I guess Plague and I you could probably say well we're similar in age we're similar in our life cycles we're both pretty fit guys me probably more than him so naturally we would gravitate and have a lot in common um but I mean even F3 just forges these relationships where it it's natural for a 47 year old optometrist to be friends with a a 29 or 30 year old kid right um, I'm genuinely happy to have you in my life, and I know that um, when you're asking about me and when you're reaching out, it's all genuine, and you care, and the age difference doesn't matter because you're right. We're going through the suck together. It does suck. I mean, whether you're the six or you're not the six, there's times where it sucks, 
and just sharing that with together just forges these bonds and I'm just so thankful for you so thankful for plague and just this opportunity in general so I think you hit on some really high points there I just wanted to really emphasize those I do want to just um I, I'm remembering the because you mentioned picking up the six and and that's so simple but we we maybe overlook it and I'm thinking back to one of one of my favorite memories um, from the pit it was a Saturday iron packs and it was some crazy workout with coupons and and I remember um, finishing and then you were you were like on your last lap and sort of this picture of like all of the guys there running that last lap with you and you know I um I don't know. It's just hard to recreate those moments. It's it's hard to recreate that support, and and ultimately, if if we can support you in that, then we can come alongside you in anything else you might go through in your life, whether it's you know health or spiritual or or physical, whatever it might be. And um, so I appreciate you calling that out because it's it's as an existing PAX member, it's really that simple, right? It's just stick to that principle. Pick up the six. Don't leave the guy where you found him. Um, so appreciate you, man. Anything else, Bloodshot, you feel like you would share with, with guys that are listening? Anything, um, words of wisdom? Um, no, no. I, I think uh, those things that we just mentioned, those are it's very powerful. So, um, yeah, like you said, it's simple, but um, it's extremely powerful. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, man. We'll uh, take us out with, with uh, Namorama. Ready to play already 35, The Plague? The Plague, John Whitworth, 30, Pony Express. Pony Express. Yay! <laughs> Francisco Dozen, 43, Bloodshot. 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 Job, man. Thank you, brother. Love you, man.